Hello everybody and welcome back to High Rollers, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast in the world of Aroas. Run by Dungeon Master Mark Sherlock Humes, with me, Tom, playing Kilakad Kalar, the bard slash cleric. I am Chris Trot. I am playing Lucius Yoon Elowin Elanastio, and I am a High Elf Sorcerer. Hi, I'm Rhiannon, I'm playing Sentry, I am a Guardian Paladin. And I'm Kim, I'm playing Nova, who is an Air Ganassi, and she is a Hexblade Warlock. Once again, a big thank you to our sponsors D&D Beyond and Brilliant.org. Stick around for the end to hear more about those. Let's jump into the episode where we begin our career as treasure hunters and dive deep into the ruins of Dwalinden. Welcome to High Rollers. We're back uh, after the break. Uh, the party have made a decision to head back to a chasm that they'd recently passed on their previous journeys that leads to a ruined town. Mark was somewhat expecting this, but there will be some improvisation involved, mm. as is the true nature of the Dungeon Master. I wasn't expecting uh, it. An open world <laughs> Dungeon Master. So, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you all head out of the Brazen Hearts Tavern. Um, with the idea of heading back to Dwalinden, which is about just under a day's travel. Um, with the, knowing the way back and everything else, you can probably get there in about a day. Mm -hmm. uh, what would you like to do first? Ayla recommends buying some rope, because you know it is a chasm, you will have to climb down it. Um, can we also speak to the Scarecrow about like maybe... Anything some kind you've of heard deal? about there and stuff? Yeah. Or about, a, do you want to get a deal? Yeah, so, okay. so because obviously we're not gonna get money per se yeah. from this, like bartering some sort of like treasure finding or a monster clearing out deal. Well, so here's, what I will tell you is this, if you want to go to a third party, you can probably secure some sort of payment in exchange for doing it, um, or providing supplies. Mm. However, they will probably expect a percentage of the treasure you find, or specifically like, if you find this, you have to give it to us. If you go on your own, without like some sort of deal, whatever you find, if there is anything, is yours without question. You basically, like, there is, you know, nobody's going to try and claim it, you know, nobody's going to try and say you owe us part of that. Um, it's more that if there, there's people in this town who can give us, like, big sums of money, because we're doing this to get money for Arvel, so... Well, I mean, we probably find stuff to sell yeah. anyway, well, it's but... People in this town have enough funding to... Could we speak to... Windy girl anyway to see if she knows anything about the place? Sure, if you want to go and speak to her. Yeah. I just want to make you aware that, yeah, you you, are, you would know that if you go to her and say, hey, we're thinking of going to investigate in this chasm, will you pay us to do it? Then she'll say, yeah, if you give... The, she'll probably ask for it on behalf of the Harvest Guard, like uh, the, the money would go to the Harvest Guard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she'll probably expect a percentage back hmm. of whatever you find. And does she know anything? Yeah, you can go and find her. You find her probably out on the outer fields, probably just you know about 10, 20 minutes out of town, um, where she appears to be, you make your way over there. The sun is, is slow to rise, um, so it's still very cold, quite overcast. Um, and as you make your way out, you can see almost all of the farms and fields have been harvested already. So the grains, the vegetables are mainly all just being pulled up and, and the fields are just ready to basically wait until spring now or until, uh, until the new year. You see Windy uh, when, yeah, you see Windy with a small group of Harvest Guard, including Jessup, the young man that you've met on the Gate Guard before, yeah. and they are checking over the body of what appear to be like very large wolves, um, oversized wolves, like giant, 
Um, and they're basically like checking over the bodies and they appear to be hacking it up into like cutting it for fur and cutting it oh. for meat and stuff like that. Um, she kind of gives you a curt nod. Uh, well, hello. Uh, hi. Good to see you all up this morning. Uh, what's the story with this one then? Uh, a couple of the couple of the boys found uh, these dire wolves out at night. They were trying to attack uh, one of the local farmsteads, so Oof. they uh, took care of it. Now we're just seeing what we can claim back. These furs will be great for the long night. Mm. Uh, wolf meat's not the best, but I'm sure somebody in town will buy it. So, oh, so you're to you are to sell it yourself in the town that you protect. Mm. Well, Harvest Guard doesn't. We got to pay these boys something. They all earn their coin fighting monsters and beasties and everything else. Huh. I mean, Harvest Guard tries to provide them a warm bed and a dry roof, but we try and make sure people get paid too. And well, we need to fund that somehow. Merrick's Merrick's purse doesn't overflow with coin, so. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, I have to be self-reliant down here in the lowlands, Mr. Aracocra. That's true. These guys have a plan. An idea or something. All right. Hi. Well, let's hear it. We'd like to go to the chasm Dwalinden. Dwalinden. I don't know no Dwalinden, but you're talking about the chasm south of the town? Yes. Ooh, if you're well, if, well, if that's what y'all be wanting to do, then well. sure be it. I mean, there's been a few folk that have come back down this way from Gold Throne looking to try and dig up that old place, but, uh, yeah, by all means, I hope y'all are ready. There's, well, it's an old place, and a lot of be, folks have never come back. Yeah, it must be filled with terrifying things. Well, I don't know. I've never been. No, but it must be really big, scary, no? Like I said, I've never, I'm not going to throw away my harvest guard on some fool adventure. We've got a job to do here in the town. And I mean, maybe there's monsters in there, but they've never come out. They've never attacked the town. So we just kind of leave it be. Oh, we heard that people have been there and well, they didn't come back. Yeah, sure. Treasure hunters from the city, uh, right. foreign folk, people from the Sky City, they come looking down for old uh, founding age relics, but uh, I don't pay them no mind. They're not my people. And as far as I'm concerned, they must know the risks if they're going down somewhere like that. Hmm. But sure be it, I'm sure that there's plenty of treasures and all sorts down there. That's, if that's what you're looking for, I'm sure you can find something. Well, we were wondering because, I mean, we're mostly doing these things to help our friend. We need to raise the funds to fix his leg. Mm -hmm. So would you be interested in any kind of, like, finder's fee or treasure share or anything like that? Hmm, she thinks for a minute. Well, I mean, I'm sure that there's bound to be plenty of stuff we can use down there. Uh, you know, good steel or maybe jewels or weapons, that sort of thing. Uh, hmm, she thinks for a minute. What exactly would you be looking for from us, though? I mean, y'all could just... I mean, I'm not the type... I'm, sure, I could tell you right now. Sure, I'll take 20% off your pop. Go get, go get it for me, but... What am I getting out of this? It seems like y'all could just go down there. You tell, you want an advance of gold? It's more that we're doing these things to help raise the funds to fix our friend's leg. Right. We need 300 gold. Right. So actually thinking about it, why are we going down there? Why are we not taking the jobs? Like the, like the, the farm with the creatures. Well. Very good question. And one I've been wondering this entire time. Century, you had a good idea for it, didn't you? I originally suggested the farm. Just saying. <laughs> I originally suggested literally everything but. 
Well, I mean, the 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 chasm is gonna be it's gonna have treasures. You want gold? Treasure is gold, so you can sell what you find, or you can trade it and get money if that's what you're looking for. But yeah, I mean, if and and who knows what you could find? I mean, we don't know what's down there. It's I guess it's a, you know it's a gamble. You might find some magic relic. You might find some relic. hidden knowledge or hidden spells knowledge. or something like that. Or you might just find death. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, or you can do the jobs for me and Merrick. I mean, hmm. but hidden relic. What I, what I was trying to get at, girl, was if you want gold and you want to go down this chasm, I mean, you'll find treasure down there. You don't need. I don't know why you would need us. There's nothing down there that you would be interested in or looking for. Well, I don't know. That's the thing. I don't, I, I'm not a historian. I don't, I ain't no treasure hunter. I'm, my job is to look after this town and these people. And as far as I know, nothing's come out of that chasm that threatens that. So I got no business with it. But if y'all want to go down there and sought for gems and gold and relics, by all means... Well, that sounds like a done deal, then. Thank you, Mr. Scarecrow. Continue hacking away at the wolf, I Sure. Well, like I said, if you still... I mean, me and Merrick still need hands, so it's up to y'all what you want to do. It's fine. We'll nip on down to the chasm, recover a load of treasures, get lots of money, and then we'll have plenty of time to recover the supplies and deal with the cow disappearance. Sounds like y'all learn a nice, tasty paycheck if y'all do all that. Good luck! Here we go. Tip top. Stars be with you. Sentry, how much do you want to go into this cavern? I mean, it's it's a chance for me to, you know, reclaim a piece of something that I believe is lost to me. Uh, everything everything here is also like different. If I can go to make to a place that was, you know, flourishing when you know, before the sundering, then maybe I could find some information about, you know, what happened and, you know, it's... Fine. It's yeah. really admirable, wouldn't it, Quill? It would be great. Ada looks over and is like, yeah, if Sentry's looking for something she's lost and trying to find stuff, like, I'm happy to help with that. And it sounds like if there's treasure down there, we can still get paid, so... A real adventure. In that case, Sentry, then we will head to the deep, dark cavern. With dangerous delights inside. Did we get the rope? Uh, oh, did anyone grab the rope on the way? DM question. Yes. Um, so, one of the things you said that I looted from the airship was climber's tools. Uh-huh. But I can't find it in D&D Beyond to say what... It's climber's kit, it's climber's called it. Climber's kit. Yeah, it's called a climber's kit in D&D Beyond, so... Okay, mm. thank you. Um, you might just need to search under the add item I stuff. I just want to see, like, what... So if you just put climbers, it should show up. Oh, climbing. it came up with loads of things. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's generally... It doesn't include rope. It's generally pitons and, um, like, hooks and stuff like that. Suction cups. Yeah. No suction cups. No, uh, no not Mission Impossible stuff. Mm. Damn. Okay. You can have that in an upcoming project Ooh, we're working on. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Ayla has 50 foot of rope because she has an explorer's pack. Um, so she's got 50 foot. Uh, special pitons, boot tips, gloves, and a harness. Yeah. There you go. You got a harness but no rope. Yeah. I can levitate. Uh, you can levitate, <laughs> but not everybody can. So if you want to, uh, the Wendy's like, if y'all need supplies, you're best heading over to best heading over to the Dale Geld Company. They, they generally have most of the, the generic supplies in town. Thank you. Gail. Good luck. 
Let's go. Let's go there then. And okay. Better be worth I'm, it. I'm sorry. I'm, I know, understand this reason is quite selfish of me. No, no, I it's understand. A, it's the betterment if, of all races. If we could discover some hidden relic from the Sundering about your kind, bring them back. Uh, think of the, the wealth and the prosperity and bring and, it back an ancient race. And the knowledge. Also, treasure. Also, lots of treasure. Uh, and the, you can extend your life any further. Yeah, cool. The Dale Geld Company is a small building near the entrance to Rose Hall. Um, it's a fairly sizable wooden building, and outside it has a, uh, a symbol of a kind of valley with gold coin, sort of like hovering over the valley, basically. Um, and it says on a sign outside, Dale Geld Company Provisions, Rose Hall Branch. Um, stepping inside, it is a very beautifully arranged general store with shelves stacked full of lanterns and casks of oil. Um, you can see like dried meats, uh, just a general kind of supplies for any kind of traveler or anybody moving around. Um, you can also see at the back there is a locked cabinet, uh, which you can see has got thick strips of metal and all etchings of runes engraved into it. And in the cabinet, there is a bundle of arrows, a cloak, and uh, various gemstones, all in this very uh, well-made, you assume, a magically enchanted cabinet. Um, behind it is a very tall, uh, half-elven man with long brown hair that he's tied into like a tight bun at the top of his head. Um, he's wearing very well-kept, uh, you know, clothing, a very fine tunic with a vest, um, high breeches, tall riding boots, um, and he's filing nails um, as you enter. And he looks up and he's like, oh, hello, welcome. I am uh, Maximilian, welcome to the Dale Guild yeah. Company Provisions. How may I be of service to you today? Not often we get uh, such colorful travelers here in town. Thank you. Of course. I am Lucius, Virin Elowin and Ernesto of Gusthaven. Hello, I am uh, Maximilian. Uh, Maximilian Elias. Uh, welcome. What a wonderful name. Thank you. It's nice to hear a good elven name. He looks, <laughs> he is very much a human. Uh, <laughs> uh, half elven, sorry, he is half elven. Uh, he's like, thank you, yes. Uh, Elias is, is a family name. Uh, Maximilian is, uh, is more from my. Human father. Um, do we know anything about the Dale Geld provisions? You said this was the Rose Hill branch. Do, is there more around the world? Are you asking this to the fellow? Or are uh, you asking Mark Hume to the dungeon master? That was from my memory. From, from your memory? Yeah, yeah. yeah, you would probably have heard of them. The Dale Geld Company is a company of dwarves that trek all over Erois. Um, basically serving as kind of like mercenaries. They're sort of mercenaries and traders. Mercenaries and merchants combined. Um, they often go from place to place. They buy up supply goods, but then they also provide like bodyguard protection services. They escort caravans and they set up these little trading posts that then all feed into each other and they kind of supply each other as well. Oh. And then they sell trade goods to everyone else. Mm. So they manage the trade routes from Hither to thither. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> they, they can be found all over the place, basically. Okay. And they're kind of like franchises where, like, an independent person can buy ownership of one, but then, and they're supported by the Dale Geld company, but they provide profits to them and et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Yeah. Can I read the runes on the thing? On the uh, they are not writing. They are arcane in nature. Okay. Um, 
they do not say anything. You have a feeling they are some sort of protective ward. Uh, how can I be of service? What are you looking for? Uh, well, well we, um, we have taken interest recently into the uh, chasm not far from here, uh, Dwalendel. Oh, yes, yes, yes I've heard of it, um, yes. We uh, plan on going down there to find whatever we can find. Oh, well, quite the adventurous lot it would seem then, yes. Well, good, of, best of luck with you. I'm, I'm assuming you need provisions and supplies? Uh, well, we'll need some rope. That's for certain. Uh, yes, of course. Do we have everything else we need? Do you have healing potions or anything like that? I have uh, two healing potions that I have available. Um, I have rope, uh, climber's kits, um, lanterns if you require light. Uh, we do have some more esoteric items uh, in the cabinet behind me. Uh, enchanted arrows and a cloak of protection. But they are quite expensive, I should warn you. Um, yes, I can provide uh, all of these things if you like. How much rope do you think you may need? One, uh, one for each of you, or...? Well, you know of Dwalin, then. Is, is it deep? From what I've heard, and I have not been myself, my husband Boric has, uh, he travelled there um, with the Dalegeld company to investigate it, and they decided it was not worth investigating. Uh, they mm. estimate it to be about 200, perhaps 250 feet deep down to the lower levels, so okay. you will need uh, at least that much rope. Uh, climbers' kits will certainly make the journey much easier for you as well, and I would hope that you have some sort of light. Whilst there is light from the surface, it does get darker in the recess. Right. We should get a few lanterns for yes. the normie eyes. I have one. Thank you. Um, be well, in that case, <clears throat> four lanterns? I have one already. Four lanterns? Oh, let me just no, wait. You can see in the dark. Yes. You can see I, in the dark. I think oh, no, you can't. Only with sentry. So, let me see here. So, you'll need at least five. five that will be five gold for 250 feet of rope. And then you require how many lanterns, sorry, my good friend? Does Ayla have Three. dark vision? Two. Uh, yes, she does, yes. Two. 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 Now, would you prefer the bullseye or hooded lanterns? Which wow. one looks fancier? Oh, the bullseye. Oh, absolutely. Two bullseye, please. Ah, uh, well, that will be 20 gold. And how much are the hooded lanterns? Uh, they are five gold each. Hooded lanterns, please. Very Does well. Uh, so that will be t another 10, so 15 currently. You will require some oil, uh, that will cost you, well, I'll throw the oil in for free. Oh, thank you. Uh, what a lovely man. Yes. Thank you, Maximilian. Well, this is my pleasure. The elephant in him. I must <laughs> admit, I'm quite jealous of you adventuring sorts. My husband is always speaking of... Uh, Why don't you come along? No, 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 I couldn't possibly. I have work to do, I'm afraid. Um, as much as I am interested, but do come back and tell me how it goes. I'll be interested to hear. So, 15 gold all told for two hooded lanterns and 250 feet of rope. Um, do you have backpacks or requirements to carry all of these items in? Uh, let me throw, let me cost in a backpack for you then as well. That would be another two gold. So we're talking 17 gold in total for your so supplies. Climbing kits. Ah, yes, climbing kits as well, if you require those. Now, they are 25 gold each. Yeah, lots of expensive lots, leather and, and steel. I have one already, but I can give it to someone else because I can levitate. She can levitate. Yes, uh, Air Ganassia, I suppose. Yes, I've heard that you have uh, power over levitation and flight, that sort of I thing. I suppose we need potentially one person to establish the rope situation, and then the others can use the rope. So we only really need one. Mm, I think so you won't be requiring a climber's kit? I don't think so, Maximil. As much oh. as I'd like to buy one. Oh, well, my. Thank you. They will always be available if you do sure. need it. Now tell me about this cloaky. 
Ah, yes, a fine work, all the way from Gold Throne, from an enchanter there. It offers one, It uh, when it is struck by uh, fire or blows, it hardens and provides some sort of rigidity. Uh, it offers a, a mediocrum of protection to those who wears it. Uh, it is 1,000 gold, I'm afraid. Well, is, that, is that all? Oh, wow, I was expecting far more. Very reasonable rate. Well, thank you, yes. We try and, we try and keep it at cost with small... Uh, Profit for the Dale Girl Company. Do you accept Gusthaven loans? I'm afraid not. You no, don't? No, unfortunately not. It's, it's, Gusthaven does pass over, but it's so infrequent that it is difficult to cash in on such matters. I assume you've uh, heard of the Elnastos. Indeed, I have, of course, yes. Yes, yes. yes. Not to a great degree. I understand that they are involved in some sort of electrum trade. Well, yes. Oh, Ethereum, my apologies. Many, many generations, yes. Oh, marvellous. Yes, very good. I'm sure it would be in the best interests of trade to loan such a, a cloak and my daddy would happily pay you with interest. I'm afraid that for many items I would happily agree a loan basis. Uh, the cloak is a considerable wealth. It is, is unfortunately not available for any loans. Um, simply it is just too expensive. I would consider uh, taking uh, promises of payment in exchange for some other things, but not the cloak, I'm afraid. Maximilian, you're clearly good at your job. Why, thank you. I don't really know what jobs are, but <laughs> you're good at yours. That's what's good. Well, that obviously is of great importance for me to hear you say that. Thank you. Not a problem. So he, you, cool. You catch him as like Lucius turns away. He rolls his eyes like <laughs> yeah. this fucking guy. <laughs> you, uh, you mentioned that people have been to Dwarland Den before, and they decided it was not worthwhile. Yes, my uh, the Dale Girl Company. They travelled there. Uh, they travelled over the place. They thought that perhaps it might be. Uh, you know, something to delve into, find some relics or treasures or something like that. However, they simply decided against it. There are easier ways to make money around the world, after all. So they never actually went into the place? No. No, they estimated that it would be a, a, a considerable <coughs> a climb. It's not the sort of place that a large force... The Dale Girl Company is a is a uh, quite a large regiment. Um, it is not, you know, a small number of individuals. Um, it is something like that chasm is, I think, more suited to folks like yourselves, small numbers. Makes sense. Um, the Dale Guild is more used to providing large number regiments-sized uh, forces to protections of towns and cities or dealing with, um, you know, infestations of bandits or monsters, that sort of thing. Well, a man of who uh, prizes such glamorous material wealth Surely there must be something in there that you would be interested in? I'm afraid that I, I know of it. I know that it is a wealthy dwarven town. Now, if you happen to find things there that you think would be of value to me, I will happily buy them off you. And if we wish to, we could perhaps exchange uh, the cloak for something that you find in there of equivalent value. Um, I would most certainly, I may even, if you struggle to sell anything here in, in Rose Hall, I may be able to arrange uh, the sale of the item up in Gold Throne for you. Through the franchise. Mm. And that way we can ensure that you get a good price for any, any items or sundries that you recover. A very useful man to know, Maximilian. I am indeed. Would there be anything else? Healing potions you mentioned? I have two. I have 50 gold each. Can I trade some things? What do you have to trade, my dear Aganasi? I have black leather armor and a dagger and furs. Um, well, 
Certainly there would be no harm. Um, is this them? And he gestures it. I'm assuming you pull it out of like your bags <laughs> and stuff. Counter. You have to pull it out of like sacks and bags that you've been carrying with you, like taking it off um, things. He's like, well, uh, the leather armor and the dagger, certainly I would be, I could buy. I'm sure I can sell those on. I would have to, they look used and not in great condition. I would perhaps pay seven gold for the leather armor and the dagger. Uh, the furs, there's a good amount here. Those could easily be sold. I would say another three gold. I'll give you ten gold for the lot. Sure. Sold. Well, we'll take that off the price of the other things, surely, Nova? 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 He hands Nova the okay. gold pouch. <laughs> um, Nova, and I'm whispering this to her, do we have use for the Ethereum core? Right. Well, um, I think that will be everything. <laughs> 17 gold to pay. I oh. can't interest you in the healing potions. <laughs> How much? One. 50 gold each. 50. I have two. Ah, uh, I would get two. Is there a discount to? Possible. Unfortunately, I have to decline. <laughs> but thank you. Could you put them all in the backpack, please? Excellent. Thank you. I'll get the gold out. 17 gold, please. Well, we may as well begin the group fund here. And I'll happily pay for it, it's my idea. I will put forward five. Here you go, 17 gold. <laughs> he just takes the 17 of Lucius. Oh, yeah. My good man, keep your coins. Your friend has paid for it. Yeah, uh, okay. Um, thank you. Puts it in his little register. Oh, if you want to pay me your sum for the secret, then by all means. Well. I wish you all the best of luck, and I do hope you return with some trinkets to sell. Well, the Dale Guild Company is always interested in buying. I hope we return. We shall return. Oh, uh, Nova, show, the, show that spear tip to uh, next million. Hi, again. Hello. I have this, and I show him the spear tip. How quaint. Uh, crude, uh, form of jewellery. Wild elf, perhaps? He looks at Ayla, and she like, rolls her eyes. It's magic -y. Oh, ah, well, I'm afraid that I'm not a trained arcanist myself. You'll need to speak to Navel if you wish for that sort of matter. Mm -hmm. uh, he is a more trained magician than I. Um, if you wish to sell it once I'm aware of its properties, then... Well, do you not want to buy it? It, it could be anything. It could be a mystery. Quill. Certainly. Uh, I will. <laughs> I will gladly buy it for a hundred gold. It could be That's worth far more, Quill. Well, it could be worth far less. Uh, uh, it could be worth a hundred gold. It is a mystery. I am aware of the chance, but I, I, without knowing its abilities, I will pay a hundred gold for it. It's a mystery to be unlocked. It better be worth more than a hundred then. <laughs> We're going to find so much more <laughs> in the chasm. Fine. I'm just going to whisper to Quill. We don't have to tell him when we know what it is. When we know what it is. That's true. Okay. I'm not going to say anything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll see you when we, if we return. Okay, very well, thank you. Thank you very much, Maximilian. Are you guys gonna head off? Yeah. All right, we'll skip the day's travel. Um, it takes you the better part of a day. Uh, you rest outside, nothing happens. You take some rest. And in the morning, you arrive at the edge of this deep chasm. It's like a wound has been torn in the earth itself. The jagged edges 
of the chasm like scabs uh, crusting over and uh, kind of stretching out onto the grassy plains around it. The chasm is deep um, and echoey as you look down into it. Dark abyss seems to stretch on. Um, you can see the vaguest tips of buildings just in the little remnants of light that manage to uh, hit the edges of it. But because the angle of the chasm as the sun rises, it's just bouncing off the side. You're just nomming your baby. No, I think now that he's got a description of it. Now he's like, oh, this is a bad idea. (laughs) (laughs) This is a terrible idea. (laughs) So yes, so that is what you see before you, and it does indeed look like a very deep uh, chasm that needs to be climbed down. The walls are natural rock, so there is lots of handholds, but it does look like a deep and lengthy climb, which would make it quite difficult. Hmm. One, two, Nova. Hello. Looks like the climbing kit fits you the best. Okay. So how about we strap you in, give you the rope, and you find a good descending point. But I can levitate. Even better. You levitate down, tie the rope to something very, very stable, secure. But that doesn't, I don't need the climbing kit. You can have it. You could use the climbing kit to secure a point for the rope while levitating. Okay, do you want the spiky boots? Spiky spiky boots? So the climbing kit comes with... They almost definitely won't fit my towels. Pitons, as in the... So I could use that. Uh, Boot tips, gloves, and a harness. He's got bird feet. Mm -hmm. Mm. Won't fit. Will they fit either? Actually... I think it's one size fits all. (laughs) Yeah. At the same time... They're just boot tips. They just go on the boots. Oh. Oh. Like, I could put them on, but if... Nova can just fly down, then she should just secure the rope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm oh. just saying, if other people want the harness and the other bits, I'm like, what is I'll, this? I'll wear that. Shakes it. I'll wear it. <laughs> okay. At the same time, how far can you actually send Echo? Uh, let me see. Let me look at my notes. You I think he can go pretty far. The site is only out to 100 feet, I think. Because uh. it's the same as the Find Familiar spell. Nova. So you could send that around to also look for a place at the same time as Nova. Or send it into the cavern, have a little scan around, look around, see if you can find anything. Good if you spots. can't, we'll yes. just leave. What do you mean just leave? Well, if, 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 if Echo can't find anything. Okay, so when it's within 100 feet of you, you can see through its eyes, but anything beyond that, you can't. Okay, so yeah. Echo can Where? go and look, he can fly down there, he can go the whole way down, but Essentially, wouldn't be able to use his visuals. Yeah, okay. um, it would have to just rely on him, and he can't speak. He can just beep and boop. So <laughs> he can you can he can answer questions. If you give him yes or no questions, he can answer them. Okay, fair enough. But in that case, all right. See ya. Yeah. See ya. But where am I securing this? Just that's the point. You're going to find it. Somewhere near the top where you can actually latch onto. Yeah. You could just so Ayla can put like the first piton in at the top, which and ties the rope to it. You know, uses her strength, ties a fairly secure rope, hands like this five two fifty five fifty foot hemp and ropes together. So it's like a two hundred and fifty rope. Coils it all up, hands it to you. It's like oh, it's like super heavy. I don't really know what I'm doing. You go down. You go down, and then when you find like bits that look stable, you hammer in the rock and tie the rope. I'm a scientist, not a geologist. I'm gonna, while she's talking, just pull out four orbs of light uh-huh. and just kind of spin them around her head. 
It's either that or one of us has to climb down, okay. which is dangerous. Just don't shout at me when you fall to your death because I don't know what I'm doing. It won't be dangerous at all. There's going to be nothing down there. I know I've said to the contrary multiple times, but I'm it's not worried about that. Oh. I'm worried about not putting a piton in properly because I don't have the proper training. Oh. And then one of them falling out when you climb down and then you fall to your doom. It's oh, easy, it Nova. You just oh. hit it really hard until it's in the rock. Kim is you just can do it just fine. <laughs> And I'm saying you can do it just fine. So are you not and going that's my down? bardic inspiration. Because right now, okay, that's your bardic inspiration. So you can give it okay. D6. Yeah. Um, there you go. You've got this. We believe in you. Okay. Don't kill us all. You're dead. Okay. <laughs> so you are going to levitate down. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So you begin to levitate yourself. Now you can't move left or right. You can only go up, up and down. down. Yeah. Um, and you're going to levitate your way down. Um, and you're trying to secure the rope as you go down yeah. to points. Okay. Uh, Give me a. The first thing you do is a perception check. So you begin floating down, and I'm going to look up something on <gasps> levitate as well. 16. 16. So as you're floating That's down, <laughs> you begin, you're like looking around, and you're. Nova's looking for like areas where you know that like. You're kind of looking at like the mathematics of it and kind of going, okay, structurally this is the best angle to place it in. So now give me an athletics check. Good luck, bardic inspiration. Yeah, you can roll bardic inspiration after seeing it. So. Yeah, I have minus two strength, so that's a two. Okay, plus six. Eight. Eight. So you go down, you hammer in the pitons, you just make your way down, put the first one in. You find that there's a, a couple of points where like it plateaus almost, like very, very narrow plateaus, where you can basically, you don't even need to pit on it in, you just guide the rope there and then people would actually be able to stand on it, and then the rope goes down a bit further. Um, you secure a few more pitons, like finding the best places for them, securing them in, and then eventually the rope hits the bottom of a very dark, illuminated only by this kind of like, little oh, spinning. They stop at 120 feet, by the way. So it's pitch black. Brilliant. Do you have dark vision? Uh, I don't, but I have a lantern and... Okay, so oil. you pull your lantern out and you light that. At this point, the rest of you, do you call up to say... Okay, so you kind of like... And you have to shout because yeah. it's 200. You're like, hey, rope secure! I warn you, though, I don't think I did a great job! It sounds like she's That's not meant to gamey. I rolled bad. <laughs> she's not very confident in herself. It sounds like That's why I allowed it, because you did state beforehand that you were nervous. I did, I, I did object I did. when we were ground I know you did. <laughs> she said she did okay. a good job. Uh, <laughs> with the rate that you're descending, by the way, you pretty much use up the 10 minutes of levitate, yeah, so like that's so. gone. Yeah. So you don't get that back until tomorrow morning. Well, Quill, um, uh, me first. You're the lightest. But that means I should go last. Mm, well, it's best to see if it's actually structurally sound first, right? If not, you can wing glide down. Uh, with one wing? Yes. Make like a... this. <laughs> Just, okay. Like a parrot glide. I don't think that will work. Okay, so while you're having this conversation up on the top, uh, Ava's looking at you, just shaking her head. <laughs> Nova, you turn on the lantern and you begin casting it around, and what you see... Bad. <laughs> is... So alone. Um, you see a large 
chasm stretching out. Most of it, however, it has been crushed or collapsed and can't actually be accessed.、Mm -hmm. Most of it's so closed in, and you can see that there are whole buildings which have tilted on their side、yeah. and filled the chasm, or buildings that have been crushed in by the chasm itself and kind of wedged it completely. That look just completely destroyed. They look like they've been shattered and broken. The section that you climb down into, you can see that there is a flat area that looks fairly level, with three buildings that look mostly intact.、Um, the chasm is wide and it looks very unstable. There are like sort of like angled、uh, pillars or angled buildings that occasionally you hear like crumbles and like dust begins to fall off.、Um, And somewhere in the darkness, your your lantern only stretches out about sixty feet in this kind of cone. And somewhere in the darkness, you hear something move, like scrabbling away. <laughs> At the top, Ayla just goes like ah and starts climbing down. Okay. How does the rope look? Ayla starts climbing down. Seems fine. Manages to make her way down. So、How、it takes it her. It takes her a while. So it will take her approximately half speed, but moving twice. It'll take her a while to get down. It'll take her about you know several minutes. Okay.、Um, what are the rest of you doing? I'd like to go down. Athletics check, please, Sentry. Oh, here we go.、Uh, <laughs> What's your athletics? Athletics is、Shit. plus three. Wow.、Uh, okay. So that's eleven.、Uh, okay. So. Century, you start making your way down, and about halfway down, you reach a plateau, and then you start making your way down, and then you hear a plink, and one of the pitons flies out.、Cool. You manage to like hold yourself, and you can just kind of slowly descend the rest of it.、Um, but yeah, like the rope has become a little bit unstable as you climb down, as you begin climbing your way down. Yes, we can see that.、Well. You don't see it. You might hear like a. That's about it. it. <laughs>、uh, Nova, what are you doing? So you can hear people beginning to come down the rope, but you definitely heard something moving, and you're not even sure where because all the sound down here, like you kick a rock and it echoes through this like long dark chasm. Hmm. What's your immediate thing that you do? I'm just gonna like back to the wall. Okay.、Um, trying to stay quiet. Rope, just like yeah, trying to stay quiet. Give me a stealth check.、Um, Eighteen. Okay. So you just press yourself there, and you kind of still your breathing a little bit, unsure of what this whatever might be out there. You don't hear it move again. Eventually, Ayla reaches down beside you. I'm just、um, gonna whisper to her. There is something down here. She pulls the howling gale, her hammer out, and like steps to the side, looking around.、Um, she will also try and be quiet. You two, what are you doing,、uh, Quill and Lucius? Please. Oh no, after you. Oh. <laughs> no, you. No, no, no. It's, it'll be totally fine. Okay, so you、and、guys、I'll、are having that on, conversation. I'll pat him on the back, and I'll cast guidance on him. <laughs> okay. So he gains a D4 to his next ability for the next minute. The next minute. After you, please. Okay. <laughs> athletics check, please. Okay. Lucius,、mm. and you may add one d four. All right then. Where's? The... So you might as well roll the d four with it,、yeah. or not. Where is? Where is? Sixteen、mm -hmm. plus. Was it acrobatics or athletics? Athletics. 
17. 17. So Lucius, you begin climbing your way down and it's hard work and your muscles start aching, but you're kind of- Dancing lights back up to me. Dancing lights come up to you, illuminating around you, and but the fear of falling kind of keeps your muscles from like failing you. okay. And you yeah. climb your way down. You, as you get near it, you hear another and the rope kind of sways for a moment. You let out a little noise. I do um, a very wide stance on my legs suddenly. You put your legs out <laughs> and they balance you and then you kind of crab shuffle the way down the rest of it. No. But the rope is now swaying pretty evenly, like at a point, like once it's you get down there, um, making it harder and harder for uh, the next person to go. Uh, it's almost like going last was really <laughs> the worst thing you could do. Is he 120 feet? Down from me. At the yes, moment. yeah. He, well, he's making his way down. So, what, why? What do you want to do? I want to cast message on him. Okay. Yeah, you can. Say, you can say message. Oh, hey, Lucius. Um, how's it going? Is oh. the, the rope okay? No. Oh. That's it. That's the reply you get. <laughs> Nova, when Lucius made out a yelp, uh, you here in Century, you probably arrived down at the same point as Lucius kind of yelps out. Whoops. Um, you hear that shuffling again, and it echoes. It bounces across the stone walls. Um, rustling around. You're not quite sure. It sounds like it's up high, but then it comes down low. You're not sure whereabouts it could be. Uh, Quill. Come on, Quill, it'll be fine. You've fallen from higher before. It's gonna be great. Um, I'm going to cast Guidance on myself, and I'm also going to cast Heroism on myself. <laughs> okay, so you're gonna spend a first level spell slot to cast Heroism. Yeah. Gives me... Um, it gives you advantage against fear. It gives me advantage against fear, and I also gain temporary hit points equal to my spellcasting modifier. So that's your wisdom modifier. So it gives me two, apparently? Yep. Yeah. Two per turn for, every t for as long as it lasts. Yes. And it lasts a minute, right? Uh, yes. So it will end before you reach the bottom. Okay, so <laughs> I'll, I'll not put it on there in that case. Um, and I will make my way down. So you're casting heroism just for the RP of convincing yourself to go No, down. no, to give myself, well, I mean, it gives me temporary hit points in case. <laughs> yeah, okay, um, sure. But also, yeah, sure, that and guidance. Let well. me tell you this, if you fall from this height, those temporary hit points won't mean anything. The guidance will help. Sure. <laughs> uh, athletics. Yep. 17. 17. So, you make your way down, and knowing that this rope is uneven, you kind of use your claws to like clutch in. You're going to be at disadvantage. Oh, why do you speak? Why I do play you speak? Fair. I've you got a golden heart. Great, you lied you? earlier! Is <laughs> that a natural one then? No, I've got nine total now. Nine total. So. Am I still coming down the rope? You aren't coming down the rope, and you begin to hear Birdie Does making his way down, but you hear him with his one arm, like, he's like digging his feet in, and he's like, uh, uh, He's almost having to like drop himself and then like hold on, Birdie. using his claws to like lure himself down. Birdie, stop it! Stop! You're shaking it far too much! <laughs> stop it! Okay. Uh, Whilst you're making your way down, uh, you begin to reach near the bottom, Lucius, but Quill, your arm is getting so tired already just from this climb, there is a moment where you slip. Um, and as you do, you kind of put your full weight against like the rocks to try and hold you in, and you feel the top pin. And the rope begins to sail down. You crash into a plateau about halfway. You're gonna take two, tw about 20 feet of falling damage. You're gonna take about six points of damage as your body hits a plateau, which is still about 100 feet up from the bottom. Okay. Oh, God. Uh, the rope 
spools down. Lucius, you 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 hear it, and you just like have to let go for like the last few feet. But Ayla basically kind of half catches you as you like land. So you land oh, at the bottom, cool. just as this rope <laughs> uh, basically. Give me the catch him. Cool. You are about a hundred feet up. Okay. On a plateau okay. just above this thing. As you hear Lucius's squeal and Quill's shout of cry, those of you who are downstairs already begin to see movement in the corner of your eyes. Can those of you, everybody roll initiative for me, please? Oh my god. Natural 20! (laughs) Nice. On the stupidest roll out. (laughs) So. Pretty good. Tree. Well. You, got, you always get lowered uh, initiative. I get bad initiative, but high damage. <laughs> <laughs> slow but steady. High damage. <laughs> that was <laughs> amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You see me rolling. <laughs> um, out of interest, of the six damage I took, would two of that be soaked by the temporary hit points? It took too long for you to get down. Like by the time you reached the bottom, like a minute had already passed. It was like ten minutes to climb your way down. Really. Okay. I am so Sorry. This is your idea. I know. I feel how terrible. Many <laughs> yeah. How many terrasks? Loads. Uh, okay. Oh, three. <laughs> so sentry initiative. Five. Quill. Five total. You haven't, got, you haven't added oh. your initiative six. Oh, I haven't, have I? Six. Yes. Six. Uh, Fourteen. Nova. 23. Lucius. 20. And Ayla has... Hi, Damage. <laughs> 15. Quote of the episode. Hi, Damage. <laughs> episode title. Mother Trucker. Hi, Damage. Hi, Can you type that? I'm not sure how you type it, so it still sounds Hi. like... Hi, Damage. Damage. Yeah, with use as Okay. <laughs> So, those of you who are on the ground... That game in it already? Um, yeah. Out of everybody, because you don't have Quill down there with you... Let's make a stealth check for these guys properly. Who has passive perception above 14? No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Nine. Damn it. <laughs> None well. of you. Great. I'll just put those minis back. <laughs> um, I think we're fine. You are up high. You're about 100 mm-hmm. feet up still. And I can't, uh, 100 feet up, but like, have they got light down there? I'm guessing if Lucius recasts it, yeah. You have to keep casting it, don't you? I could move six feet. You lit a lantern, didn't you? Yeah, but but they last only a minute, so you just keep constantly putting them up, because they're a cantrip. Nova has a... I haven't haven't done it. Oh, yeah, Nova has a lantern, so yeah, you can see it. But again, you're like up, you've just landed. I'd say that 100 feet, yeah, it's you're not going to be able to see these guys. Mm. Uh, Sentry, I'm guessing you didn't have it. So, Nova, you hear scuttling, and you can sense that there are figures moving possibly towards you, possibly trying to get around you. What do you want to do? You can't see them, the dark, like you're swinging the lantern around, um, but there is too many like awkward shapes of stone kind of hiding these figures. Yeah, I think she'd know, given how unstable it looks, she'd know not to just blast it around them, so... I think she's going to ready an action. Okay. And what is the readied condition? Um, that if something attacks her, mm-hmm. um, she is going to cast Green Flade Blade. Blade. Green Flame Blade. Green Flame Blade. And you don't want to move? I'm going to stay with my. With the group. 
Yeah, we'll stay with the group. Okay, Lucius. Man, here we're What about there. you? Lucius. I would like to cast Blade Ward on myself instinctively. Okay, so your action is you cast Blade Ward on yourself. Huh? Yes. Would you like to move anywhere? I will move behind Sentry. Okay. Bam. Sentry, you caught this. Rushing <laughs> out of the darkness that you hadn't spotted them from. Um, they move with a, a predatory speed as they merge out. Four oh. human-shaped figures, oh. their bodies gaunt and very, very skeletal, but still like greenish flesh attached to their body. Uh, they come sprinting out. Sprinting? They can do that? Yeah, they are come... falling to pieces? No, these are not skeletons. I'm using skeleton miniatures, but they are not skeletons. Okay. It's like 28 days later, zombies. Yeah, these guys uh, look more like uh, they are ghoulish in appearance. They're uh, long-formed, clawed hands that almost seem like overgrown, like overstretched limbs. Ugh. Their mouths are bloody, but also rotten, like rotten flesh and like yeah. decaying material is in their in their mouths. Look how I feel. <laughs> and they rush out and one is going to attack, uh, well two are going to attack Sentry, one is going to attack uh, Ayla and one is going to attack Nova. After they attack you can do your readied action. Um, because it matters the order, uh, because they might do something in the meantime. So, Sentry, Hello. first one attempts to bite you. 21 to hit. Okay, here we go. I mean, you don't need to roll. Oh. Your AC is... is... 18. So, 21 will hit you. You're going to take five, seven points of damage. Oh. And... Oh, no, sorry, hang on. Change that. It will Slightly kill. less. I rolled the wrong thing. Thank you. Uh, oh, that's going to be seven. No, seven points of slashing damage, which is reduced by one because of your shield. So you take six. But I need you to make a Constitution saving throw, please. Crikey, okie dokie. Uh, little box on the left. Which one's that? That one's going to miss a Oh, this one. Oh, con. Okay, cool. Four. Four. Oh no. So as this creature no. hits you sentry, you feel the wooden parts of your body lock up and you are currently oh. paralyzed. Oh, oh no. Nova, no. does a 14 hit you? Nope. Okay, so this creature goes to swing at you, but Tiangong kind of pulls itself into its way, um, almost against your will reflectively, and it blocks it. You may now get to attack with Green Flame Blade. So it's a melee attack on the creature. With Tiangong, yep, so you make a normal melee attack. Green Flame Blade. Uh, 18... Green Blame Flade. Shut up. 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23 to hit. That hits. <laughs> Five damage. Five damage. Um, and then to the You get to do your ability mod one. to the nearest one, yep. Um, well, it says, so the, the cantrip says... It's your ability mod, so it'll be your Spell casting ability modifier, which yep. I believe is three. Okay. Is that right? What's your charisma mod? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, three. Three. Okay, so as you launch out, Tiangong glows with a, a green energy, and as it strikes the first one, this kind of pulse echoes and it leaps over to the next one and engulfs it in this green flame. The creature like howls and grains, but it just seems to enrage it further. And you can see that Sentry is now locked up, unable to move. Does it um, help light stuff up at all, or...? Not really, it's, it doesn't last long enough. Okay. Um, Ayla will rage. Nice. You watch as uh, the storm begins to crackle up and down her arms as she brings her hammer down in a two-handed blow. However, this creature nimbly just leaps to the side as her hammer smashes down into the ground. Damn. As a bonus action, she will attempt to use her storm aura to zap a nearest one. 
uh, of which I believe it will pass the save, which means it takes half damage oh. for one. Cool. As this little kind of blast of lightning just zaps into her next to her. Um, that's Ayla done. Quill. I guess I can see all of them, can't I? Mm-hmm. Now there is still you could try and manually climb down the rest of this hundred feet. I mean, but that is how far would high. I get in in like one turn? That you can far. move thirty feet when climbing. If you oh, so if take, all you do is climb, it would take like four turns just to get down, mm-hmm. or three and a bit. Just four. But everything else I've got is I've only got two things that are within the range, <laughs> so I'm going to do that. Okay. Um, the one at the back, the furthest back, that I guess he didn't attack anything? That one? Uh, two um, attack sentry. So. so three have attacked. There's all one. four have attacked. Oh, all four have attacked. Well, the one furthest away from the group. Oh, no, one didn't attack, you're right, yeah. Yeah, the one furthest away from the group mm-hmm. that hasn't attacked, I'm going to cast at level two, Guiding Bolt. Okay. So it has a plus five to hit. 16? 16 hits. Oh, that's 5d6. Wow. Oh, Christ. Oh. Uh, six. Plus five. 11. 11, 14, 15, 18, Joe DiMaggio's. 18. So you watch as this brilliant ball of light, uh, or what, actually you describe it, what does it look like, Tom? It's a brilliant ball of light, Mark. <laughs> a brilliant ball of light <laughs> streaks out from above you, slamming into the rear creature. Um, the light invades its chest and begins to spill outwards. Parts of its body kind of burst into beams of light, but it's still barely standing, holding itself together as it howls and shrieks as though being burned. I've got more of those! I'm saying that's you guys. <laughs> Sentry, at the end of your turn, you may make another constitution saving throw. Cool. But it is at the end of your turn. Okie dokie. So it's a d20 plus your con save. Got a, which should I got be a at the 20 top. initiative. Yeah, Sentry's lost. Sentry's yeah, at six. Yeah. yeah, you did. You ready? You passed Blade, um, blade Ward on yourself. That was before the. Nope. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Ignore me. Okay, okay. So, so D20 yeah. plus your con save, which yeah. should be... Plus two, 20. Uh, 20? Unnatural 20. Yep. So you are you kind of sensing these creatures are surrounding you. Manage to shrake, shake off this paralysis, um, whatever it is that's kind of had its hold on you, and you break free, but it's at the end of your turn, yeah, unfortunately. Uh, Nova. Um, can I cast both Hexblade first as a bonus action and Green Flame Blade? Yes, because Green Flame Blade is a cantrip. Yeah, cantrip action. Yeah. So you can only, if you cast a spell as a bonus action, you can only cast cantrips that turn. Okay. Uh, in which case, the one that's attacking that I attacked before, mm-hmm. uh, can I attack again? And I want to cast Hexblade Curse before you attack. Yep. Yep. So you cast Hexblade Curse, which just goes off. Yep. And then, and then you Green Flame Blade. Green Flame. Okay. That. So you make an attack. Bleem, blame, flayed. Oh, That's nice. not enough. This time the creature ducks under it, <laughs> expecting <laughs> your attack from the other side. Just ducks under it completely. Uh, yeah, Lucius. But he does have Hexblade Curse. He does have Hexblade Curse, which only really benefits you, I think. I don't think anybody else nope. gets it. I thought effects. everyone else gets 1920s crits. I don't okay. think so. Ice knife. At the back, dude. Nice eye. Okay. Nice bolt. What do I make? Is so it attack roll? So that is a me doing a spell. Oh, that's right. And if it hit, and then afterwards you make a reflex save. save. Nine. Sails past, Splash but then it damage. splashes out, doesn't it? So uh, dexterity saving throw. 
Okay, and that's all creatures within five feet, right? Yes. So that's going to be sentry as well. So sentry, can you Five move? feet of him? Yeah, five feet of him. He's like there, so oh, it's like around moved. there. It, no, it's like <laughs> there. It's like there. So it's basically going to be, um, yeah, two of them, well, three of them, and then sentry. Make a dexterity saving throw, please. Three. Three. Zero. One. Um, two of them pass. The one right in front of Sentry fails, so Sentry and that one fail, so they take the full damage. Oh, no. Thankfully it's two ones, so it's two points of cold damage. That's fine. My Dichromancy, however, yep. needs a second ice. Please read your abilities. Please. <laughs> Please. I gave you like a custom thing with a sheet that explains it all. You do your level plus ability modifier to another creature within 60 feet. Yeah. Okay, so how much damage is that and which one? So level. Don't just go yeah. There's a podcast audience to consider as well, Chris Trot. Three plus my wisdom. Is one. Charisma, because you're a sorcerer. Six. I've been awake since 6 a.m. Break. Six. Six to this dude. That one. Okay. Which is the one closest to Sentry for the podcast you. listeners Thank out you. there. The one closest to Sentry. Perfect. So that one does seem to, as you uh, launch the knife, explode into cold damage. You filter away some of the blue light of Nova's uniform and throw it as another kind of blast of ice towards this uh, this ghoulish creature as it covers its skin in frost. Um, it shrieks, but again, these things don't seem to recognize pain um, in the same way. Like it doesn't stop them or make them halter in any way. They seem almost ravenously hungry, trying to bite and claw um, at your flesh. Um, cute. They are going to attack. So one of them um, is just going to step up like step so. to them. One of them is going to kind of move up oh, to there. Step to me, but I'm not so basically, <laughs> one of them is going to attack each of you now. So one against Sentry, one against Lucius, one against Ayla, and one against Nova. The one attacking Lucius, Sentry, you could use your reaction to use your protection yeah. and give him disadvantage on his cool. attack roll. So I'll do that one first. That. So he has disadvantage. So 9 plus 4, 13. Does it hit Lucius? Yes, it does. Oh, I'm afraid that's still a hit. Can you make a constitution saving throw for me, please, Lucius? <laughs> Uh, and take 10 points of damage. Ooh. Ooh. 16. Ow. 16, so you are, not, you are not paralyzed, but you take 10 points of damage as these claws rake across you. Um, you have to dodge and twist. You can feel your muscles being pulled and <sighs> as you twist out of the way. Uh, one against sentry, that's a four. Uh, no, sorry, six. So it just clangs against your shield, fails to hit you. Cool. Nova, that's a natural 20, I'm afraid. Yeah. As these claws rake against oh, you. Oh, no. So that's gonna be, actually not that much, I rolled really badly. Six, that's gonna be eight points of damage and a constitution saving throw, please. And then the one against Ayla misses. What's the constitution for, the paralyzed? Yes. I mean, I kind of want to play fair, Mark. What? Seven. That's an injury table. Oh, it is, thank you. Uh, so what did you get on that? Seven. Seven. So you are paralyzed. Can you make another constitution saving throw for me, please? Thanks, dickhead. What? <laughs> <laughs> Natural 20. Natural 20. Oh. You know what, Tom? You know what? You can have inspiration for being such a good boy and we, being to the rules. Are we actually playing inspiration? I'm going to give you it yeah, for being I, a good boy. Like, I, hate I do hate inspiration. I don't think it's a very good mechanic for in-game roleplay, but for when a player 
is being fair to the rules and bringing up things that would hamper his party, you can have inspiration. Is that the first inspiration you've ever given? No, no I gave one to way? Kim once. Oh. Um, oh yeah, joined an elite inspiration, inspiration club. <laughs> no. And not just bringing up negative tricks. But it's not negative tricks. It's reminding me of genuine rules <laughs> yeah. to the game. I've got inspiration. To his own detriment. Would you like to use it to break us out of paralyzation? I'm going to use it to jump uh, So you are paralyzed, <laughs> but you're not injured. Um, so after that, uh, it goes to Ayla, who will attempt to smash one again. This time she does hit. Nice. Uh, for a whopping <laughs> 14 points of damage. No, 13 points of damage, I think. No, 14 points of damage. Um, and that would be to the one in front of her. Love which you. almost decimates one. You yes. see her bring the hammer down, crushes part of its leg, and then a bolt of lightning will launch out. It passes again, but it takes another point of damage. She does not get very lucky with those. Um, as it, like, the lightning trails up the hammer into the creature's body, and you can see it begin to smoke and fume um, desperately on its last legs. Uh, Quill. Okay, so I've just been watching this from above. Um, the one that I hit with Guiding Light, Yes. Has he been hit again, I suppose? No, he has not. Okay. So my thinking is I want to magic missile at level two. Um, and that will give me four, four bolts. Yeah. Shoot. Yes. Um, of the other ones, who has also taken damage? The one that Ayla just hit looks very weakened as well. Okay. And then the other one is the one fighting Nova. Okay. Could I do... One to the one I hit, one to the one Ayla hit, and then two to one that's yes. untouched. Yes, you could. Uh, in that case, that So let's do the one to the one that you hit first. So 1d4 plus one. Five. Okay. Let's do the one against the one Ayla just hit. Five. Nice. nice. Let's do the two against the, the one fighting Nova. Four and uh, three. Seven. Okay, so uh, you watch as Quill up on this perch, uh, like a true bird. <laughs> what, is, what does the magic missile look like? Uh, so it's uh, swing the wing and the feathers fly out and then just plummet down into the... Uh, the yeah. feathers take on like a purple hue as they come flying down. The ones that hit the one, the ones that were fighting Ayla and the one that um, you had injured last time, the feathers just pierce straight down, piercing their heads, and you watch as their brains explode outwards from their skulls. Nice. Nice. The one kill. fighting Nova is badly wounded. It pierces through its shoulder, like nearly taking its arm off, but it's still like. Wow. Cool. Awesome. Um, sentry. Hello. Sentry. I would like to cast Ensnaring Strike for one bonus action. Okay, so you cast Ensnaring Strike on your axe, Yar. and then you want to bring that down, bring it down on the one on fighting the one you. Fantastic. Yes, so it's an attack roll, so d20 plus your attack bonus. Which is d... That's the damage roll. Damage roll. It's the first number. Actions at the top. Actions at the top. So it should say attack bonus. Plus five. Plus five. So d20 plus five. Yep. Uh... 12. 12 is just enough to hit this thing, oh, actually. So the axe just about connects. Now, what does Ensnaring Strike actually do? Ensnaring Strike. Ba -ba -da -ba -ba, ba -da -ba -ba. Uh, so next time, we hit, next time we hit a creature with a weapon attack before the spell ends, a driving mass of 40 vines, or in this case, crazy purple electronic energy appears at the point of oh, impact, wow. and the target must succeed in the strength saving throw or be restrained by the magical vines until the spell ends. Okay. Um, hey. And what, what is your? Do you know what your spell save DC is? It should say at the top spell of your spells. Spell save DC. Ba -ba -da -ba -ba. Twelve. 
Yeah, 12. Point, help point out so Rihanna knows yeah, for the exactly, future as well. Yeah. So 12. Unfortunately, like as the purple energy begins to wrap around it, it kind of flexes and the, the binds break off, but you still do damage as normal. So what does your battle axe damage do? Battle axe damage is... Actions again. Uh, actions. Right, and that's eight plus three. three. So now you roll that and that's the damage. Which is... The diamond. Seven. Seven points. So the axe like cuts in. The energy doesn't quite grip onto it, but the axe still carves through this thing's undead flesh. Cool. And you watch as like part guts begin to spill out, but it's still just kind of is like snarling away, desperate to try and feed on something, it looks like. Cool. Nova, at the end of your turn, you can make a saving throw. Constitution saving throw. Against Le Paralyse. Thirteen. Thirteen. You pass, but it's at the end of your turn, unfortunately. Lucius. I will throw a Firebolt, just over century. Fish. Okay. Firebolt, <laughs> give me a tech roll. Kobe. Kobe! <laughs> you Kobe. really need to learn how to watch, Kobe. Like, watch, watch basketball. Well, I, I made the reference. Yeah, that's going to hit. That's the reference from so Kobe. D10. Well. Uh, oh. You guys really need to watch some basketball. No. <laughs> so, um, as, Not in right. fact, actually, no, that would do, that would bring it to 21. That's one HP off. Uh, you watch as Lucius, like, leans over the sentry, points his finger, this blast of fire echoes out. As it engulfs the creature, the creature has just enough life to remain, you know, still a form to attack with. Is it on fire? It is badly, yeah. It looks pretty... Crispy. In, in I really thought shape. that would do it. It nearly did. <laughs> it nearly did. Um, and then finally, uh, after that, we go to their go. So they're going to mount one last desperate attack against Nova and Sentry. So Sentry, that is only a 12 to hit to you against your AC. 18. Which is a miss. Nova, uh, that is a 13. Miss. So again, you sensing the creature's movements, you bash Tiangong to the side, parrying Ooh. its blows, sending it sprawling. You don't even see uh, it, you just hold a shield up and it's big enough. Ayla will go for the one next to Nova. You can't see me. <laughs> I believe uh, this two, one two. has three <laughs> hit points. You watch as Ayla, I just rolled max damage on Ayla, that's 14 damage oh. to a thing wow. with three HP. Nice. She like winds it up, waits for it to rear back, and then the hammer comes in, rips the head clean free of yes. its shoulders, and sends the head flying off. Boom. Fantastic. Um, as right in front of, and you regain hit points because you're Hexblade Curse. Love this nice. ability. Um, and then she will attempt to blast the one across the sentry with lightning. It passes again Ugh. for another one point of damage, what? which is enough to kill it! Yeah. Yeah. Just, just enough. So just enough. And just a little bit of static flies out. Basically. Yeah, basically, which is enough. The creature's already on fire. I like to think it just um, ignites him. Yeah. yeah, it just kind of annihilates it and uh, sends its body, its flaming body, clattering to the ground Love. as nice. these creatures are defeated. Da, 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 da. Well, that was the first fight. Wah, wah. Oh, yeah. That's the entrance. <laughs> Jeez. Welcome to the chasm. Enjoy your stay. <laughs> I mean, I've only spent both my level two spell slots. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so these creatures lie before you dead, and they stink of rotten, horrid, rotten meat, um, decay. You can see that there's like fungus and stone growth all over their limbs. Uh, these long claws, Ugh. and they they look vaguely dwarven in shape. Mm. Okay. Well, these will be the previous residents. Sorry? Yes. Quill! Quill, you're alive! I'm okay, is everything... I wonder where those feathers came from. That was me, thank you. Are you okay? I'm fine. Uh, is everything okay down there? 
We're all alive. Oh, that's good. Uh, Do you want to come down? They're dead now. Sure. Well, more dead. <laughs> uh, I'll climb down then. <laughs> Manually. Athletics check with disadvantage, please. Sentry, get ready. Oh, could I guidance myself? <laughs> you can guidance Hold yourself. Ooh, 21 plus my athletics. Disadvantage, so roll again, take the lowest. Oh. <laughs> what is it? Uh, I'm out, trying to climb. <laughs> Seven. Trying to climb with one hand is really hard. So, <laughs> I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. <gasps> could, I, could I, like, touch myself as I'm falling, like, Just another guidance? <laughs> No? Okay. You've got six seconds. Dexterity. Saving throw. Uh, 14. 14. So, I will have you take half of this damage. You are falling feet 100 feet. That is equal to 10d6. Can we How do much? anything? Did you have inspiration? Can we try and catch him? I do have I will allow. Reckless. <laughs> <laughs> You've already rolled though, you need to uh, save using it. You need I'm to never going to remember that, that's going to sit there for so long. Well, uh, you're going to have to try and remember it. What I will say is one of you can attempt to catch them if you want, which might help with the damage. You want to do that? I will have a go. So I think that would be an athletics check from you oh, okay. for the century. Well, that's plus three. Good luck. Oh, <laughs> it's natural. a natural one. Oh, Jesus. That's what we wanted. Sentry just puts her hands up like blades. <laughs> I'll catch you with my axe. Fatality. Oh my I said half of it. <laughs> you take 16 points of damage. No, it's exactly oh, lethal! No. <laughs> well, you see him. Really okay? Climbing down. Uh, you see him beginning to climb down with one, one little wing hand, his other like bundled up next to him as he's. Climbing his way down using his feet, and then suddenly the rock he's holding onto gives way. His feet scrabble, he tries to grab onto it, but he falls away from the wall. Sentry, uh, you try and catch him, but you just overestimate where it is, and he slams down. Like you kind of get one hand on him, but then he slips out. He hits the ground. There is a sound of uh, that's going to be a con saving throw. Yeah, it will. And this is now DC. Uh, it's half damage, I think, normally. They just roll for it. So DC 8. Oh. No, it'll be DC 10 as an absolute minimum. Natural 20. Oh. Is equal to half the damage. He oh. raises up! <laughs> I'm so, fine! There is a moment where like, you, you fear something might break as his body just slams into this stony <laughs> ground. God. Um, but, but nothing seems to be broken. Uh, however, he is unconscious. So, what is you? What do you immediately do, the three of you? Because we're going to have to oh. technically do it in initiative. Um, I'm going to have to lay on hands, I think. So you're going to lay on hands yeah. him because that will basically prevent anybody else from needing to do anything. Yes, I will lay on hands. Yeah. Okay. How much would you like to lay on hands uh, for? I have ten left, so I can give you. We've long rested, so you should have fifteen. Oh, now. that's fantastic. Okay, that's very good. Then I shall give you. I'll give you ten. 10, so is that 10 HP? You just go straight to 10 HP. 10 HP for you. Okay, success, success, success. <laughs> and you are, you are stabilised. Oh. And um, you are conscious. You watch as Sentry leans down, places a hand over his chest, this purple energy kind of almost like pulses into Quill, and then <gasps> your eyes open. Uh, Hi, Quill. Oh. Graceful landing. You were, you were flawless. I really was Soaring. It? I, soaring, I flew? No, you fell like a rock. Oh. I am amazed you didn't break any bones. <laughs> oh, I'm in so much pain. 
I just had a good idea. You can levitate. You could have just carried me down. <laughs> <laughs> I can't carry. Look at my arms. I have weedy scientist arms. I told you I'm not a geologist, damn it! What's geology got to do with... <gasps> rocks! Rocks! Hitting into rocks! I know a lot about them now. I said I wasn't strong! <laughs> I told you! It would have been better than letting a one-armed arachnid climb down a cliff. Maybe you could have waited. I could have waited. We could have passed you the rope quill. Uh, In fact, you have the harness. I could have climbed up to you, Quill. You're too eager. There's a lot of things we could have done. <laughs> well, thank you, Sentry. I think we're now even. <laughs> oh. Well, we're all learning valuable lessons on our first adventure together and a big chasm. Well, at least I didn't lose this one. You did very well. Thank you. Did we're you see a light? Proud of you. Hmm? Hmm? Do you see a light? Did I see a light? At the, at the end of the tunnel. Just I guess it was so quickly. Yeah. No, you're like you were I'm, knocked unconscious. You weren't dead. Yeah. No, I'm, I mean, at the end of the tunnel, not in this chasm. I mean, I was looking up for most of it, and there's a light up there. So, uh, now that you're all down here, after Quill regains himself, and I'm guessing stands up, yeah. using the lantern oil, uh, the lantern, sorry, you can look around. There are three buildings that look intact. Uh, one appears to be a squat. They're all very squat, very short. Anybody who's over about five and a half feet will probably have to either kind of duck their head in or completely kind of crouch down um, to get into these buildings. Mm -hmm. They're all made from stone, but some of them have strange metal supports, almost like metal uh, kind of clasps to the side of their stone, more, uh, stone foundations. But also they have like these metal poles that almost seem to hold up parts of the buildings as well. Mm -hmm. uh, there are strange metal poles in what you imagine might have once been a street, kind of broken flagstone kind of indicates some sort of pathway or paving. And these big metal long tubes end in these kind of glass spheres in which there appears to be some sort of spherical crystal, um, but does seem defunct now. Uh, there are three buildings. One is squat with a sort of chimney um, that looks very odd. Uh, one appears to be an elongated building, uh, which stretches on, it's that furthest one with the little roof, yeah. Okay. Um, that seems to stretch on quite far uh, and has one side of it kind of torn open, like the stone has all been pulled out um, and there is a terrible smell emanating from it. And then the last one has, looks very similar to the squat building with a chimney, but this one has like a very faint sign <laughs> swinging just above its doorway. Swinging? Yeah, well not swinging, but like like a standing sign, like yeah. a free sign. Okay. But that is pretty much where we're going to have to wrap it up, because it's yeah. 8 o'clock. Mm. Oh. So we're going to give you three those three buildings that you can explore. Uh, Next time. Hey everyone, thank you very much again for listening to the podcast. Once again, a big thank you to our sponsors, D&D Beyond and Brilliant.org. You can check out some links to them in the description of the podcast episode. So if you want to support us by supporting them who are supporting us, then please do check them out. Also, we are doing a major push for some fan art. So if you want to see your fan art featured in our videos on the YouTube channel or in the breaks for the live streams, then send them to highrollersdnd at gmail.com. Also, make sure you follow us on Twitter at highrollersdnd for all the latest information, like when the podcasts go live or when the stream is live or anything else. We will be back on Monday for a brand new episode where we will continue to plunder the riches of Dwarlinden. I just really hope there's stuff there.